Hello? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Let's get it going. Are you ready? Yep. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is DK Shake and Bake. I'm Keenan with my co-host Dustin. This will be available on Spotify, and we are going to talk to you guys right now about the good old Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about Hall of Fame and NFL news. So let's start with the NFL news. So Dustin, uh, I guess we'll start. We'll start with this segment right here, Antonio Brown. Uh, I kind of thought we weren't going to talk about this idiot, but I guess we are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown has tried to shame Tom Brady, saying that he was, you know, he did have something wrong with his foot. Tom Brady promised him the ball, and he didn't get the ball, and that's why he was upset. Yeah. It has been and, he said he was, and he put himself out there, and he's hurt. Yeah. Well, a lot liars say a lot of things, and it don't make it true. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it, as far as I'm concerned, man, this dude has has time and time proven that he is. I mean, quite frankly, it's like you know, playing in the NFL as much as much as it is, uh, you know, as much as it is up to a lot of these athletes. Uh, it's a privilege first and foremost. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you know, cats like cats like you and I, you know, that that had the big dreams and aspirations, you know, to to one day compete in the NFL. And you know, and these these guys are making millions and millions of dollars. You know, and and it's like the the nerve the nerve of a cat like Antonio Brown, man, to 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 come out. You know. First of all, you know the the whole fiasco that went down. You know, once he got out, once he got out of Pittsburgh, goes to Oakland. They give this dude a huge deal, and only for him to turn around and you know and piss it piss in the fucking franchise's face and tell him that it's rain, man. Like, I'm sorry, like I I just you know you you can't for a guy like that. You know, I mean he he seems he seems cognitive enough. For him to be able to come to his own defense and tell and tell everybody, you know, it has nothing to do with his mental condition and stuff like that. You know, it it's like, you know, he's doing stuff now to keep himself relevant. You know, yeah. I mean, like all, all of a sudden now, you know, a couple of days ago, you know, he's got, you know, he's got he's got some more words about Tom Brady. And mm-hmm. it's like, look, dude, you know. Heard, we've heard, you know, we've heard the things, you know, that, that that Tom's had to say about it. We've heard things that Gronk had to say about it. You know, Mike Evans even came out and, you know, he, he made he made his case, you know, uh, in regards to the way that the situation went down when he went and tried to talk to Antonio Brown. Like, and he literally said the same thing that friggin' everybody else was saying on that sideline about him not getting the ball. Yeah, and he, and he tried to calm him down and say, "Hey, man, we need you in this big moment." And what did he say? F that and f everybody else. Yep. They have to do with CTE. Yeah, I'm tired of people putting excuses on 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 Antonio Brown and saying that it's CTE when he was, oh. he was ignorant before he even got 
that CT that that hit by by Burke uh, uh, Vontez Burke. He he was already an asshole beforehand. Yeah, and money makes more of what you already are. Yeah. And, and, so, and, 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 I don't think anymore for people to keep using that because it's not it's not a CTE related incident. He's just an asshole. Yeah, and, like, and I hope he is the Adrian Broner of of the NFL world. The in, Adrian Broner boxer he sabotages his own career because yeah. he because he's ignorant as shit. Yeah, couldn't keep his mouth closed, and that and that's and that's what that's what it comes down to with with Antonio Brown, man, like. Look, man, you're you're a hell of an athlete, and and I and I will I will say I will say that right now. When he was at the top of his game, even even for you know even for his size, because I mean if if you really look if you really look at 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 his at his like you know his all of his uh, attributes, he's not really a big receiver, but he he plays the game he plays the game big like just like just like just like a Steve Smith. You know, you play the game, you play the game big, but dude, like you got you got to get out of your own way, dude. Like, and 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 you know, and it's like ever since ever since you know the the whole the whole uh you know Colin Kaepernick situation went down, and you know, and players taking the knee and stuff, and and you know, and it's like all the you know shut up and play football talk kind of came out. Well, this is one of those situations where. You just need to shut the fuck up and f- and play football, dude. He de- he definitely needs to shut the fuck up and play football. And if Colin Kaepernick cannot be in the league anymore because of his stance and all that, I mean, he did do some shit to himself, like switching over the freaking practice and you know not you know not going to the NFL practice and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like if he was to actually do what he needed to do, NFL, at least backing up somebody. Because yeah. they gave him an opportunity to represent, like you know, hey, okay, so let's let's get you a workout, let's see what you're about, and everything else like that. And he chose to do that and try to be a martyr instead of actually a football player. So it's like you yeah. go ahead and you be a martyr. But they were giving him another shot. I don't think they should give Antonio Brown another shot. I don't think any GM no. in their in their rightful mind should give him a shot unless they've been drinking. <laughs> and they're like, well, well, we'll see if we can, you know, maybe we can change. You can't change somebody. He's not going at to change. Point, at this point, I would I would put if if I was to bring if if I was an owner and if I was to bring him on to my franchise, which it don't look like anybody's willing to take that chance on him at this point. But if I was, I would make that a stipulation in his contract. You conduct yourself in any any type of of behavior that is detrimental to the rest of the team you're out of here and you owe us the money that you've been paid back yeah that's great i don't want to see him in the league fuck him uh i you know i'm done talking about him he's he's already making me stupider by talking about him uh all right so uh aaron Rodgers, another situation and i'm going to talk about this while we're talking about antonio brown because these two go hand in hand almost. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of hearing Antonio. I'm tired of hearing the Aaron Rodgers talk. Aaron Rodgers is is starting to make me not like him. And I like him as a football player. He's otherworldly. I think he's great during the regular season, but he hasn't had postseason success. Um, but I'm starting not to like what he's doing now. All of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers might want to be 
the highest paid quarterback in the league when he was the highest paid quarterback in the league in 2018. It's like, what, what, like, what are you doing, Aaron? Like, what, but what, what is, but what has changed? Nothing. He ain't, won, he, ain't, he ain't won no playoff games. I mean, I mean, he has one playoff game, well, but he hasn't, he hasn't been to the big show. Well, he hasn't, he hasn't won, he hasn't won a playoff. He didn't win a playoff game in the last two years that, that actually count. I mean, they beat the Rams. They beat the Rams in the what was, I believe they beat us in the wild card round, or was that the, was that the divisional? I, I'm not I'm not sure, but either way it went. It, he didn't he didn't beat us when it counted, mm-hmm. so to say. Uh, but you know it's it's like, dude, what have what what is it that you have done for this franchise other than to bring? Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm just, I'm just saying right now, I, I haven't and I have never liked Aaron Rodgers. I think I think he's he's he is a very he's a very intelligent individual. But when they when they say that when they say that, quote, you're too damn smart for your own good. That's Aaron Rodgers, because, you know, he knows he knows the way to, you know, to manipulate situations. And, and you know, he know and, he, and he's a good talker. But at the end of the day, I'm sorry, he's a douchebag, and yeah, and- he definitely seems like a freaking douchebag. Like it, it seems like if you were to like hang out with him, you would get tired of him in the first fucking. I don't know, you you get tired of that dude. You like, man, who who invited this fucking dude? Yeah, like why are we why are we uh why are we still talking to this dude? Like you know, he's the guy that you know, tries to come up with the party jokes, but they don't land. But he's like, well, they don't land because you're not <laughs> smart enough. <Yeah. laughs> you're not smart enough to understand. It's like, bitch, get out of my house. Well, see, and, you know, and I, I just pulled up some information. Aaron Rodgers is 11 and nine as a starter in the postseason. He's been to, he's had, was it one, one Super Bowl appearance? Mm-hmm. One Super Bowl appearance. He's one for one in that, in that matter. But he hasn't, he hasn't gotten the team. Like I, I don't care. Like I mean, you can show me. You can show me a playoff record. You can show me a guy's playoff record, and it's you know, 11, 11 and two, and you know, with three Super Bowl losses, but and that don't mean anything. I mean, it, you know, let's, let's like Buffalo Bills quarterback uh, in the night in the late eighties, early nineties, uh, when they the year they went, I believe they went like three years in a row. Oh my! Is it Jim Kelly? Jim Kelly? Yep. Yeah. I mean that dude. That dude's playoff record has got to be outstanding. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry, bro. If <clears throat> if you get to the Super Bowl and you lose that shit three times in a row, yeah, man, we got a problem. Yep. And you know, and and I'm sorry, like Aaron Rodgers is not in a position. Yeah, like, dude. Okay, like you got to look at it from a like from his perspective. As as a GM of the Packers, okay, well, he's gotten us to over over an over five hundred record, you know, a majority of a, a majority of his career, but he has not gotten us back to the Super Bowl since the year that they went, and that's the way you got to look at it. I'm sorry, like you know, and and then like like I said, all of the extra attention. That is being drawn on the Packers, and it's not, and it's not good. Well, 
okay, there's there's no such thing as bad publicity because at some point in time or another, whether it's good or bad, you're still talking about them. I mean, we're talking about them right now, but yep. I, I'm sorry, I just. <clears throat> You know, hey, dude, cut it's, your it's always it's always something with Aaron Rodgers, and it's been like that. And um, I, I'm just tired of seeing him. I'm tired of seeing him in the in the in the media news. I'm tired of seeing him. Um, you know, football Sundays, enjoy watching him play. But I just I'm tired of seeing him. I'm tired of hearing him. He is on his podcast, and he thinks he's smarter than everybody there. And I yeah. just I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. So. Uh, so we're going to scheme through this. Uh, Brian Flores got a uh, senior defensive assistant slash linebacking coach uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, he got a job. Uh, well, could have been a head coaching job had he just bit his tongue for a couple weeks longer. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Well, he he got he got a job, so congratulations <clears throat> to him for getting yeah. something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lovey Smith is the head coach of the Houston Texans. Yep. Um, I that could have been done in in the Brian Flores situation. Uh, it could have been it could have been a retaliation move, like you know, hey, I got a black coach. Here you go. Oh um, yeah, no, absolutely, dude. That was that was that was uh, a situation where they were like, quick. We we gotta we got we gotta show them that you know we support the Rooney Rule kind of deal. We gotta show them we ain't racist. Put <laughs> yeah. that nigga out there. Exactly. Well, just like just like Miami, just like Miami, yeah. they, they Miami has got Mike McDaniel's. Yeah, the, the the little the little biracial angel. The biracial angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. And, and you know, and, and as far as far as the situation with Brian Flores. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you had caught wind of this or not, but how uh, how Miami tried to get him to uh, sign an NDA, and that 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 had just gotten brought to the light by yeah. Uh, you told by, me that. Yeah, you, by, yeah. By, you told me that on camera. Yeah, by Brian Flores. He was uh, he now he's making the case that the, that Miami tried to get him to sign an NDA uh, during the time of when all this when all of the the bribery talk and the and, and stuff like that when all that was going down. So mm. you know, I yeah. mean I, I think I think it's a good thing. I, I, I think it's a good look. I mean uh for the for the NFL, I think it's a good look, but um I mean, you know, I, I think I think this is just another another segue for for the Pittsburgh for the Pittsburgh owners. You know, mm. just just for them to legitimize, you know, the the Rooney Rule as a whole by them mm. by them taking the chance on Brian Flores. I mean, and they they know they got a good coach. Brian Flores Brian Brian Flores is a phenomenal coach. I'm sorry, you know the last he's a winner. Yeah, no, dude, the last two years I mean, he smells like a winner, Jimmy. <laughs> the last two years that he was in Miami, man. You can't you can't tell me that that defense like was was wasn't lights out. I mean, you know, yeah, they didn't have a. No, they, they were good. They they were good. Yeah. They were good enough. I think a lot of that just revolved around the fact that they couldn't get that offense going, man. Yeah, they were good enough. Um, 
I, I do I do hope he has some uh, success and but he probably will because Pittsburgh's already a, a loaded team. They're already a good team. So yeah, you know, it's not like he's gonna change a whole lot because they're already defensively sound. So we'll see what happens there. Uh speaking of black coaches getting jobs, uh Eric Bienemy goes back to Kansas City. Um, you know, Eric Bienemy is my offensive coordinator. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and uh, it's good to see him back in Kansas City. He's got a one-year contract. Um, he might be a bad interviewer or something because I don't get it. I, I don't know why he's not a head coach, but there's something I, that people are seeing that they don't want him as a head coach. I I mean I I don't I don't understand, man. I, like I just I'm sorry, but this is just one of those situations where. I, I, I don't I don't want to say I don't want to say it has anything to do with race because I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But my thing is the guy the guy has shown time and time again that he can take the helm of the offense and lead a team into victory. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, don't I mean, know. a lot of coaches ain't going to be looking at that AFC championship game well, saying well, that. Well, I mean, yeah, but, they're going to be like, well, who called the but, plays? Well, yeah, but, but you know what, man? I mean, you know, at, at some point in time or another, you know, yeah, the, the players got to take responsibility. They're out on the field. This I mean, is true. But my, my point, my point being is, okay. How many how many winning seasons have the Kansas City Chiefs had under under Bienemy? How many? I mean, they've been a winning franchise for a minute now. Yeah, it might it's, been, exactly. it's, been, it's been a minute. They've been they've been doing their thing even when Patrick Mahomes didn't come on the like you know before he even got there they were yeah. doing their thing and then they had a great year with Alex Smith. And my point exactly, and that, and that, that's just, that's just really where we got to revolve it around, you know. Like, dude, this guy, I don't, you know what? Like, it, it's just one of those things, you know what? He didn't interview great, but at the end of the day, the guy is the guy has proven time and time again that he's a winner because he, okay. he got, he's got one of them, one of them, one of them sparkly gold things on his finger too, bro. Yeah. So, you know, Eric, stay your ass in Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't as a Chiefs fan, I don't want to see you go somewhere and go to a losing franchise, lose for two years, and then they say that you're the problem. Um, I'd rather you just stay in Kansas City where it's safe. Uh good old red blanket with Andy and Patrick. You don't want to you don't want to let him grow. You don't want to let the man live. No, nah, he he <laughs> live. He he can eat in these streets, but you can eat in Kansas City Street. We got plenty of barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Eric, don't you go nowhere, goddammit. As long as Mahomes <laughs> is there, you should not leave. You know, like, a good call get you someplace, all right? So, um, so okay, so that that, uh, that does it for the news, unless you got some news you want to share. Uh, You know, I mean. You got uh, anything? I mean, you know, if you want, if you want to kind of touch base on, uh, on, um, you know, the Kyler Murray, the Kyler Murray situation. Oh well, uh, you know what? Matter of fact, um, let's talk about Russell Wilson. Russell yeah. Wilson is going to be a free agent. He is not going back to see say uh, uh no, uh, no. Sandy. No. Uh, no. Why don't you say San Diego? C 
Seattle. He's not going back to Seattle. Yeah, no. So we'll throw, he's out we'll throw, he changed his we'll, profile. We'll, so we'll, that that's the way they're doing it now. We'll, so if you're we'll upset, throw, you we'll take throw. all that shit off. <laughs> We'll throw we'll throw Kyle, Kyler Murray in the back seat for the for the next uh next uh, sports podcast. Oh, but, he's in uh, there. He's in. They both in there. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, well, you know, you know where they're talking about. He may potentially go. Where he may. They're talking about good spots for Kyler, or not no, Kyler, no, but um, uh, uh, Russell. Yeah. Uh, well, so I guess apparently the last time. Uh, last season when he was because uh, you know he he was trying to be picky about where it was that he was gonna go, you know he he narrowed it down to like Chicago, uh, mm. and a, cu- a couple other places. But now they're talking about he may become a commander, a Washington yeah. commander. I saw I saw that information, and uh, let me just tell you, uh, NFC lease fans. If you think that <laughs> Kyler Mur- or not Kyler, but if you think that Russell Wilson won't get them boys to a playoff if he goes to the Commanders, you are sadly mistaken. Because I tell you what, they get to if they get if if Kyler Murray or not Kyler, God, why do I keep saying Kyler Murray? The hell with Kyler. Uh, if 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 good old Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, if he takes his ass to the Commanders. They're going to the playoffs, and not only that, but Jerry Jones going to be shitting in his oatmeal because <laughs> that is a game they will not just run over. They ain't gonna run over them, not with a what? with a quarterback that can throw, like, yeah. when, you know, with a competitor like a Russell Wilson behind yeah. you. Well, and Hell you no. got, and you got to think, and you got to think, dude, because I'm sorry, like you know, a lot of people might not see it, but that defense is good. That defense is good enough to carry them to a championship if they have to. You're damn right it is. If they just if they get a Russell, if they get a Russell out there being able to sling that ball and move, I don't know if anybody's paid attention, but Russell's had some good highlights this year. Maybe not, maybe not like you know, the, the success that everybody else has had, but he's good enough to get you somewhere. If you have a yeah. defense and a and, and some and maybe a solid one or two over there. You're gonna have some problems with the Washington Commanders. Yep. And the NFC lease, they know it. <laughs> they, they, they probably praying to God, like, please don't let his ass go over there. We're gonna have a <laughs> we'll have five you know years what? of tor- torture. But you know what? If because if you look if you look at the at the NFC West right now, you know, the I mean, you know, I don't I don't wanna I don't want to come off as you know arrogant or anything, but uh, we we running that divi- the 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 Rams is running that division at least for the next couple of years. But, hey man, that's a tough division now. It is, it is, and and that, and that's what I was. And, and I mean, them Niners is right I'm, there you know, now. I'm just I'm just talking I'm just talking I'm just talking a little bit of trash, you know. You know, if Super one play Trey can get it together, y'all gonna have a battle in that in that uh in, y'all yeah. gonna have a, a battle just like Kansas City and Sandy in uh in uh, L.A. It's gonna be a battle just like that every year. If one play so, Trey can come out to be at least a decent quarterback, if he can give you a Kirk Cousins season, y'all gonna have a fight every year. Well, and that and that's the that's the big debacle right now. We gotta before. fight with Herbert every well, year. Well, and that's the big debacle that's going on right now. And fucking hate Herbert, but I love him too. Yeah, well, 
it, it, like like I'm saying with with the the thing with San Francisco right now is they're not sure that they want it, that they want to get rid of Garoppolo because they're concerned about Trey Lance not being ready. And well, that's, and, that, you know, and that that's that, that's kind of their situation right now. I don't know. I mean, whether he's ready or not, you I mean you gotta you gotta test him out somehow. And uh preseason games aren't gonna do it. You you might need to leave him in there for an entire season and see if he you can bake with this boy because yeah. you drafted him. You have to have some type of faith. And I'm sorry, but some of the best quarterbacks have come out they haven't come out of Alabama and Clemson and all them other, you know, Ohio State. They haven't had any you know, hell, Patrick Mahomes came from Texas Tech. Herbert came from Oregon. Uh, Josh Allen, Wyoming. Um, you know, like these, these, some of these schools are developing quarterbacks that are ready. Trey, he didn't yeah. come from a big ass school, so he might be ready to actually command this team if given the situation. Yeah, no, no doubt. So, no like, doubt. give him a shot. Dak Prescott did not come from a big, huge. Like, I mean, he did, but it wasn't like the top five. It wasn't. Well, yeah, it wasn't. No. You know. Yeah, no. He came he, from what Mississippi. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, freaking Tom Brady, Michigan, Peyton Manning, Tennessee. That you know, I mean, of course they were they were pretty good teams, but it's like. Some of these great quarterbacks are not coming out of big, huge number one to number five, you know, championship caliber teams. I mean, they're developing because they have to develop, yeah. not because they have a running game that can carry them to the po- to the uh, to to the uh, national championship every year, and that they're stacked everywhere, so the quarterback doesn't have to perform. Yeah, no, so I- it's like he might he might be he could be the guy, but just give him a shot to do it. Well. Um, uh, real quick, um, so you know, M- Mr. Trubisky is out on the market, and uh, you know where they're talking about he has a potential to land. Uh, no, where where's he where's he <laughs> supposed to land? What's the news on this? Is he uh, going to Denver or something? No, uh, they're they're talking about uh potentially uh him taking a trip down to Tampa. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, but Tampa's trying to get anybody. So I mean, at this point, they the door's still not closed for Tom Brady. Uh, that's another one. Tom Brady has said he's retired, but he said he'll know. He he doesn't know how he'll feel in six months. Tom Brady's ass might play again. I don't think he should because I think that Tom Brady should just go ahead and retire on the high horse that he has. But if if he does, he gets to pick and choose where he wants to go. So oh, if Tom yeah. Brady wants to go. You already know San Francisco's got their door wide open. Whether they got Garoppolo, they will throw Garoppolo to the wolves just to get Tom Brady for one season. They will put one play Trey out there, and they say, look, you sit behind here and learn from the greatest. We are going to go to the championship. With with the Tom Brady, we might be able to get there, and they will give him whatever he wants. They'll do what they do for Aaron Rodgers. They will bend over backwards to get Tom Brady. So I'm pretty (laughs) sure – Tom Brady has the option, but I don't think he should take it. I think he should stay where he is. That's what that's my my personal thing. Go out on a high note, Tom. Enjoy your seven rings and being the greatest of all time quarterback. Don't come back in the league and get destroyed. All right. Even though it's a quarterback error, I still I just don't I don't want to see that happen to him. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about what this what this podcast is about. This podcast is about the Hall of Fame. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple people that should be mentioned in the Hall of Fame. That should that should definitely be um be uh in the Hall of or well, should be going into the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm gonna start it off because I only have like one person that I really want to see in the Hall of Fame. Um, I want to see Devin Hester in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Devin Hester. Devin Hester has twenty touchdown returns and 14 punt returns he is a three-time all pro and a four-time pro bowler why is there a discussion for this guy being in the hall of fame because his position was a punt because he he, he did things in the in the special teams that nobody else can do he's got well, the all-time record the argument the argument to be made is he was the best at his position which was a punt and kick returner that, Isn't that Hall of Fame worthy, though? I, I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. I, I, I don't think I, I think without question, he should have. He should be a first ballot Hall of Famer right off the bat. I mean, the dude had a freaking punt return, the very first touch of the Super Bowl against the Colts, and it wasn't even like it's like the way he moved, the way he did things was unbelievable. I mean, we said that coming out of coming out of the Miami uh Miami Hurricanes. I mean, I remember watching his highlights and being like, this dude is otherworldly. I mean, I was a Chiefs fan, but boy did I want me a Devin Hester jersey. Dude, he was a freak. Yeah, man. Like, I mean no, the way nobody... he moved, he was fast. It was like it was like everything you would need. Yeah. In a skilled oh. position. He was all of that. Yep. He was fast. He had quickness. He had one cut speed. The the dude the literally just he had all of the intangibles that you would ever want to a person that an individual to have with the ball in their hands. You know, I I didn't I didn't like the he converted to wide receiver and stuff like that because I mean he wasn't he wasn't as effective because I'm sorry you, you know. He's not. He's not going to be. He's not going to be very effective as a wide receiver. Just based, you know, you're used. You're used to stretching the field long ways. You're not used to you know running routes and cutting across the field and stuff like that. I mean, because he was a DB coming out of the U, so it was like it just. I think I think he could have in the right system. I think he could have been because they tried to do that with Dante Hall too. Because Dante Hall was killing people in the return game too, and because of the way he moved and how fast he was and shifty, and they tried to make him a wide receiver in Kansas City, and he had a little bit of success, but it wasn't not it, you know it wasn't like the returner that we see now, which was Tyreek Hill, who completely changed everything. Uh, he was like the best that we've probably one of the best that we've ever had as kick returner. And he literally took his game and they molded the offense to make sure that he can do more than just return. And that's why he's like one of the top top five now. And also it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that you have a wide receiver that or not a wide receiver, but a quarterback that can get you the ball in those situations. And he's earned his, you know, stripe. I think that's what ultimately the bears wanted for Devin Hester was for him to be that hybrid now as like Tyreek Hill or Nico Hardman on the Chiefs are. They wanted that for him because he was that dangerous. But, the you know, you got to have some type of a game plan 
for that person to succeed in an offense ready to like let that guy succeed. Give him some jet sweeps, do whatever you got to do. I mean, you got to get this guy involved, but they didn't have the offensive capability of doing that. I mean, Chicago's a run team. They weren't a pass team, so they didn't have that. And then like Joshua Cribs, remember when Joshua Cribs was doing his thing for uh, the Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns? I mean, that dude was returning everything. And then they turned him into a wide receiver and his career was like, it just dwindled. It was like, okay, you're not really that great of a wide receiver. So what are we doing here? But he, I mean, he had a couple seasons, but nothing like Devin Hester. Devin Hester was the all-time, he he is the all-time punt returner and uh, and kick return specialist. Well, you know, I mean, just, just to, just, you know, touch, touch a little bit more, you know, just, just on the hall of fame in general, I, I don't, I can't understand why the, like what, what, what the basis are for what qualifies you for the hall of fame. Mm. I, I'm just going to come out and I'm just going to say this. I, I think it's absolute bullshit because, okay. because of the fact that you look at, you look at how many players and how many coaches got snubbed off of, off of this list. And, and it, you know, I mean, you got cats like Richard Seymour, who chased the money. Great player, nothing, nothing to take away from him. But what did he do when he got to Oakland? Nothing. A damn thing. But you not know, a but damn you, thing. But you, but you know, he's you know, but you know, he's going into the Hall of Fame this year, right? Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. I'm sorry, but you got cats like Demarcus Ware. This dude stayed loyal to the Dallas Cowboys until 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 they didn't want him no more. Mm-hmm. He got snubbed. Tory Holt got snubbed. Oh, let's talk about Tory Holt. Seven-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, it, you know, it, seven, it, it, seventy-four it, touchdowns, seven uh, seventy-first uh, all-time. Uh, you know, he has he has the record for what uh, he was with receptions. 920 receptions. Uh he's 22. He's he's sec he's 22. He's he's on that list. I mean, I mean, you get a seven-time Pro Bowler and you're a wide receiver that was productive. I mean, what are and, we doing here? And he wasn't a finalist. Or well, he was a finalist, but he didn't get selected. Yeah. You know, and this and this just goes to show what what qualifies an individual to be to become it to become a a, a Hall of Famer. You know, oh yeah, well, yeah, they'll get it next year. <laughs> like, okay, so what relevance does it hold for me to get it next year mm. compared to this year? What yeah. stopped me from getting it this year? Yeah. You know, I, I'm sorry, like I just, <clears throat> I can't, I can't, I can't, like fathom the idea of, of what it is that exactly. Holds a person. Well, you know, Terrell Owens said because of his off-field uh, incident, or because and of his on-the-field incidents, that's what stopped him from getting on there. And that's the next that's thing. what he says. You know, I mean, T.O. If you look, if you look at his stats, he's he's top five all time. Yeah, with mm-hmm. with, with his statistics. So. Yep. You know, but but initially, 
they used to say, oh, well, yeah, your off-field stuff doesn't doesn't matter. You know, your your all your off-field issues don't affect don't affect your status in the Hall of Fame. Well, it kind of did for him. And 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 I'm sorry if you're gonna if you're gonna make that case and you're gonna hold and you're gonna hold his off-field antics against him, okay? Well, then we need to go ahead. We need to take Michael Irvin off of that list. We need mm-hmm. to we need to take Ray Lewis off of that list. We need to take um, Lawrence Taylor off of that list. Mm-hmm. And 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 there, and there's many more. I mean, you know, because I'm sorry, it, it is like I, I I hate I hate to throw that type of shade. But it's like more or less Ray Lewis was 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 about to be on trial or was on trial for murder. So, I mean, you know, if we're going to talk about it, if we're going to talk about off field antics and in in situations, well, I'm sorry, man. Um, Bro, I I love you. You was a hell of a football player, but we got to take you off that list. You know, it, it, and it's 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 shit. Like- there's a lot of shade being thrown around with that Hall of Fame. Um, you know, what qualifies somebody to be in the Hall of Fame and what doesn't qualify somebody to Hall of Fame, saying that Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer, but a lot of people don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, and what 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 just just after the Super Bowl, they were talking about Matthew Stanford now. I am one of the ones that I want to see more of his career. I think he has a lot more to go. I think he can break a lot more records, and I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, especially if he stays in that offense and that system. They maybe get a Super Bowl. Maybe they get a bunch of playoff you know, un- playoff wins under his belt. But he was doing his thing with a bad team, and he was still you know, c- capitalizing on well, numbers. Here's this- but Ricky Terman had to throw some shade his way. Okay, so hold on. Let me ask you this. Is Calvin Johnson a Hall of Famer? Uh, yes. Who was throwing him the ball? Good old uh, Matthew Stanford. So, I mean, I would say I rest my case, but look at how many yards. Look, do you, okay, so I'm going to touch base on this real quick. You know, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to touch base on this real quick. Go so, ahead. That's your quarterback now. There's an individual. There's an individual who I love. I love and respect, but I do not like him at this point, and that's Kurt Warner. Okay, so this individual, he is a Hall of Famer, and he ain't touching Matthew Stafford's jockstrap when it comes to when it comes to stats. And this dude, this dude has had nothing. Had has had nothing more the negativity to dish out towards Matthew Stafford, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just because of the fact that you know they they were running that comparison to the to the you know the greatest show on turf offense or 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 what it was, but you know it it was like you know this this dude he's done came through and uh, he picked against us. This dude was walking around in a damn in a damn bangle. Bengal tiger suit during the Super Bowl during the day of the Super Bowl. Like in it's like, man, what is your problem? Like, do you do you do for you forgot you forgot the team that gave you the opportunity when nobody else was willing to give you the opportunity? You like, first of all, you were a backup to Trent Green 
And the only reason why you had that opportunity was because Trent Green got hurt. He got hurt. They put you in there. They plugged you in. And and and, and it's like, you know, I'm going to be honest, man. If you would have failed in that offense, uh, yeah, that would have been all they needed to say about you, buddy. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but this dude – this dude was injured so frequently throughout throughout the years that he played to the point where they had to let his ass go. And then he goes and he has two two decent years in Arizona. And one of them one of them they got to the playoffs. And it wasn't. And I'm sorry, it wasn't off of the coattails of him, but it was it was the revol- the offense that that he was playing in. And it's like you know, I'm sorry, you're 208 touchdowns. To your uh hundred and I believe it was a hundred and thirty interceptions. Yo, man, you you ain't you ain't smelling what Matthew Stafford's done. You didn't you didn't sit there and go through the trials and tribulations in Detroit. Because I'm sorry, environment environment influences your success in the NFL. And I'm sorry, the Detroit Lions franchise was not a healthy environment for any player to be around. And let's ask Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson both just how environment was. I'm sorry. It's it's just one of those teams, man. They are they are snake bitten and they have been for a very long time. And I'm sorry, you know, cats like Skip Bayless, Richard Sherman, they want to throw shade and try to and try to take away from the idea of Matthew Stafford being being a, a Hall of Famer. Well, Skip Bayless, you you didn't you didn't have the opportunity to play the sports at its highest level. So that's but how can something like that come out of your mouth and you're not taking the time to look at the stats. And you know, and and, and it's like, you know, I I I, strong, I I usually disagree with cast like Marcellus Wiley, but when it came to the statement that Richard Sherman said when he was talking about when Richard Sherman made that made that that talking about how Matthew Stafford was in the Hall of Fame and how the bar got lowered and everything like that, he was like, "Man, instead of instead of shutting them out, you should be opening the door." for cats like that since Richard Sherman is quote unquote a Hall of Famer even though the stats don't don't do him justice either and it, it, you you go down and you look but you go down the list of players like Ed Reed, Champ Bailey, Patrick Sertan, DBs like that those are Hall of Famers. Those guys had longevity they were able to do things that were outside of your normal as far as, you know, DB play is, is concerned. But, you know, it's like Richard Sherman, you know, thinking that, you know, he's the gatekeeper of the Hall of Fame. You know, I just don't think it's fair. And, you know, I just think this is something that we can continue to talk about. But as of right now, we'll go ahead and wrap this episode I uh, just want to thank everybody for the love and support that we've been getting over this podcast. Uh, you know, and we'll still have much more to come. Uh, until then, this is DK Shake and Bake, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.